A blast from the past, a former NDP cabinet minister says he's joined BC United because the new Democrats, his party, are an urban party and they don't advocate enough for rural BC. Now, Harry Lully uh, was first elected in 1991 from the community of Merritt. He represented that uh, uh, riding uh, called Gil Lillewitt and was re-elected four times before he uh, was defeated in 2013. Uh, he served as a Minister of Transportation and Highways back in the 1990s as well. Mr. Lully was in the legislature today when the surprising news broke that uh, he, of course, had join the BC United Party. He joins us now. Mr. Ali, thank you for speaking to us today. Hello. What prompted you to join BC United? Well, you know, the abandonment of rural British Columbia by the the BC NDP since they've taken office. Traditionally, uh, you could uh, count on uh, BC NDP under whether it was Gabe Barrett or Mike Harcourt or Glenn Clark when we formed government then that the interests of rural British Columbia will be looked after. This hasn't been the case in the last six or seven years since John Horgan uh, and, you know, Mr. Eby have taken over. And you'll see that uh, abandonment in the wholesale closure of, uh, you know, dozens of sawmills and pulp mills and, you know, literally thousands of workers and families uh, without livelihoods anymore. And uh, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of it is the government's own doing uh, by... uh, holding back on not approving hundreds of cutting permits across the province and having a one-sided uh, old growth strategy that was dominated by urban and environmental interests without representation from the, the workers or communities. And I think those are some of the things that they don't want to talk about. They keep talking about the pine beetle and, and glo- global warming, etc. But what about their own uh, uh, you know, negligence uh, in terms of not looking after the interests of communities? And it just doesn't just end with forestry. Is there's also you know no support for agriculture, mining, and rural health care. Those are all issues, and that was the uh, the final straw for me uh, when I realized it, that this NDP government is not going to look after the interests of rural British Columbia. It'll be best served by Cabo Falcon and the new vision of uh, BC United. Now, were, were you a member of the NDP, or uh, correct me if I'm wrong here? Were you not kicked out of the party three years ago? Yeah, two and a half years ago. And since then, I've just basically lied low. I've gone about my business, you know, filed for my retirement papers and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't. Uh, so, so I've been doing that just in private life. And so, you know, uh, any response they might have about that is, I mean, I think it's just a little childish. And basically, in the last little while, I've been watching what's happening to, to rural British Columbia. They don't care. There's no interest. There's no MLAs in that caucus that actually stand up in that BC NDP caucus to talk about rural British Columbia and their issues and, and the challenges that we're facing. I am a dyed-in-the-world uh, rural person. I'm a champion for rural BC. I was that when I was MLM minister uh, within the government and also in opposition and continued on afterwards as I've been uh, doing consultancy work in the forest industry. So when I see uh, you know my neighbors uh, and my friends out of jobs and having to move and can't pay their mortgages, you know it's really tough. It's rough, really, really, really tough trying to see that. And, uh, you know, this government has shown little to no interest in actually looking after the interests of rural British Columbians. Are you planning to run for BC United in the next election? No, no, I mean, that's not even the thought. I, you know, I think this is something, the narrative that the BC NDP is pushing. But, you know, what I will be doing is, is advising uh, in, uh, both Kevin Falcon and uh, BC United Policy and Platform Team on labor issues, on forestry on rural British Columbia, on rural health care and transportation, 
and Aboriginal affairs, all those kind of issues where, where I, you know, have some expertise and then my knowledge for having lived there in that area for 57 years. That's where my focus is going to be. Mm-hmm. You say that the um, President NDP don't have any interest in, in, in rural British Columbia. I know they do have um, uh, some MLAs uh, from the north uh, or an MLA from the north. They have, uh, I think, one in the interior in Kootenays as well. Um, you know, one would argue, look, the LNG industry is moving forward under John Horgan and, and, and under David Eby. Um, with uh, Cedar LNG moving forward, uh, and then, of course, LNG Canada under um, uh, Mr. Horrigan. Uh, is this specific to forestry that you're concerned about, or do you think somehow this is about mining as well? I know you talked about mining and forestry. Are those the two big industries you feel have been left behind be- by the NDP? Well, you know, the number of uh, BC NDP MLAs from rural BC, you can count them on one hand. And they're muted. They're quiet. I mean, you had... Uh, a long-time MLA, uh, Katrina Conroy, who was a minister of forests, before that, Doug Donaldson, they've done nothing to help uh, the interests of small-town communities uh, that are based in forestry, for one thing. And so, you know, you're talking about some of these other projects. I mean, I, I mean, I only listed forestry and mining. There's also oil and gas. There's, you know, there's fisheries, uh, you know, and there's uh, tourism, wilderness tourism. There are a whole lot of other industries that are there in rural British Columbia that are ground-based. So, and agriculture and fruit growing especially as well. So, you know, and I only listed a couple in the beginning. But some of these things that are going through, whether it's uh, the dam up in the north and the LNG, those were initiatives started by Christy Clark. And so the NDP is finishing them off. And yet, you know, they fought tooth and nail, the uh, Trans Mountain Pipeline, uh, you know, that uh, tore through interior BC. It's creating thousands of jobs. And those communities along it, uh, that route, are actually just loving it in terms of the number of dollars that are being spent, especially if some of those communities lost their sawmill. Mm-hmm. Now, you say you want to advise on uh, the interior to the BC United Party. Uh, you had, don't have any interest in running. But one would also argue that BC United has to win urban British Columbia. They have to win in Metro Vancouver, which represents 55% of the province population, 61% of this province's GDP. Uh, do you worry that you mu- your voice will get lost in the desire to... Uh, actually focus on Metro Vancouver because that's what they need to be focusing on. And while they probably appreciate having a former NDP cabinet minister join the party, but do you worry at all that your voice will be lost because their focus will be on Metro Vancouver in regards to getting elected? No, I'm not worried about that. I mean, uh, first of all, uh, you know, there are a lot of people that obviously will be advising, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Falcon and BC United in terms of the interests of urban British Columbia. Let me talk about the resource industry. You know that, the, that there are literally tens of thousands of jobs in, in Maple Ridge, uh, Chilliwack, Abbotsford, Surrey, and all those communities in the lower mainland that are dependent on the resource sector, especially forestry and mining and others. They're dependent on oil and gas as well. And a lot of them are actually in the Indo-Canadian and Pakistani communities because there's a lot of uh, uh, value-added remanners all throughout the lower mainland in the Fraser Valley. They're all dependent on the flow of logs and the flow of uh, fiber uh, from there. So when the fiber is not available to them, those are tens of thousands of families that are going to be left without jobs. So, you know, when rural British Columbia prospers, so does the rest of the province. We've got over 100 years of history proving that, that it's the resource sector that has built this province. 
uh, and everybody has benefited, whether you're rural or urban. And then the one other point I just want to, you know, is a, bit, a bit of a disclaimer I want to point out is my comments are related to the BC NDP. They have nothing to do with the federal NDP or Jagmeet Singh uh, and, and what he's doing there. Uh, I mean, I like Jagmeet Singh. I'm a supporter of his. So none of these comments uh, should be convey, uh, construed as, as being negative on the federal NDP or Jagmeet Singh. Uh, so one reiterate uh, one more thing with you. A, this isn't sour grapes because you got booted out of the party. And number two, I want to reiterate this again: you don't plan to run uh, for BC United in the next election. Well, that's correct. I mean, you know, the other thing I just want to point out is, I mean, you know, the, the NDP head office uh, they put out some, you know, stupid statement in my opinion, saying that you know they kicked me out of the party uh, two and a half years ago, and that's why I'm doing this and that I undermined uh, the Aboriginal uh, candidate, the Indigenous candidate. Do they not mention that the, uh, the Indigenous candidate undermined me, along with Craig Keating in 2016 and 2017? So they're blaming me for his loss? Who do I blame for, for my loss in 2017? I mean, so they're just, pro- what you're seeing is they're projecting their own faults in, in terms of what may or may not have happened a few years ago. Uh, Mr. Lally, thanks for your time today. Really appreciate it. Okay, great. Thanks, Jess.